Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I am Scotty Waz. How are y'all doing? Hope you're well. It was a weekend. It was showcase weekend, and the Maryland Black Bears put on a show. They uh, pretty much decided to go up to Minnesota, take little to no prisoners, and come back with the best record in the whole dang league. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, We'll also talk about yet another player of the week, and we'll get ready for Philadelphia as the uh, Black Bears make their uh, continue, I guess, their long road trip, if you count uh, Minnesota in the loop as they head to Holladell, New Jersey to take on the Philadelphia Rebels because no one owns a map. And we'll start off with the first game, and not just the first game of the Black Bears uh, showcase, but the first game of the entire showcase, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time start, and the Black Bears took on the Janesville Jets, uh, a team that they had faced in the uh, second second uh, showcase, I believe, and beat them, uh, I think it was 5-3 to three, the final score on that one. I'll have to double check, and I probably won't. But the Black Bears coming off a sweep, and, uh, you know, they're riding high, and, they you know, they played well in the first game. They played... Uh, some solid uh, defensive zone coverage to start the game off. They had a good four-check going as per usual, and uh, it all went down really quick. It was hard to kind of tell by just a lot of things. The atmosphere, the volume was down. There were no announcers. It was kind of a shame, uh, all things considered. But we go onward and upward. The uh, first goal, the Black Bears break the ice. Uh, Christian Catalano with a great play, cutting through the middle, just waiting, 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 and unloading a backhand uh, putting the Black Bears up one to nothing. His first uh, in his uh, in his season. Brad McNeil getting the assist about midway through the uh, first period. There, then you know Black Bears kind of shut it down. They kept things going. They kept things away from Orion Kais and made things uh, pretty simple for him. Just keeping things out in front, clearing the lanes, letting them see uh, see the shots very well. Fifteen shots by Janesville in the first period and. Uh, Kais did uh, did all he could to keep him out, and it was clean sheet after one. Uh, Black Bears then kind of got into a little bit of uh, a situation. Uh, first off, couldn't get out of the zone uh, on a Janesville power play. Janesville works it around. Uh, they pot one in uh, on the back of uh, Jimmy Doyle, his first of the year on the power play, six thirty nine in the second period. Maryland again, kind of on their heels a little bit. Errant pass in their own zone, kind of going. Almost D to D, and uh, right by the slot area. Bounces off the board, takes a weird carom. Janesville picks it up, and Ryan Friedman puts one home for his first of the year. 11.58 in. Maryland did get a pe- uh, power play, though, uh, in uh, towards the end of it. 14.04 left. Luke Van Wy gets one top of the circles. Let one go. His second of the year. Samuel Stitt and Caleb Thiessen on the assist on that one, Janesville didn't let up 14 shots on this one, so they had 29 through uh, two, and Kaiz had a uh, had quite the uh, interesting thing going on for himself. Uh, had a solid effort, kind of held it down after that second goal, the Freeman goal, which was a very big highlight reel goal. Nice little tuck under, uh, kind of you know, kind of just left things as it was. But going to the second intermission, two to two. Uh, and things kept pressing. Maryland kept pressing, uh, trying to get things going. Uh, they uh, go ahead and a couple of hiccups defensively. But in the third period, locked it down a little bit until the very end with 48 or 42 seconds remaining. 
Uh, boy, that stinks. Uh, Will Troutwine uh, gets one. A little hard to get out of the zone. Next thing you know, winds up, shoots, scored, first of the year. Turned over at the blue line. They stood, them up, they stood the Maryland defense up at the blue line. Maryland just couldn't get it uh, high off the glass and out of the uh, out of the defensive zone. That's what happens. Troutwine gets his first, and that is all she wrote for that one. Maryland loses four, uh, three to two. Uh, Janesville, thirty-four shots. Uh, Kais had uh, thirty-one saves in this one for his first start of the year. Going to the second game against the El Paso Rhinos, and uh, need a little spark. Needed a little something, something in this one and Maryland got it early and he got it from an energy line and a line that was very uh very impactful for the entire game a 210 in Dimitri Kebrew and uh Riley Rue have a nice little exchange there uh Gunnar Van Dam dumps the puck in Riley Rue chases it the goaltender Hunter Garvey for the uh Rhinos get caught behind the net uh Rue finds Kebrew in the slot easy goal one nothing early in the frame Maryland again being very uh very stingy on defense, keeping things uh at bay for Jack Wenicky, who was uh, getting his uh getting his first start of the year for the Black Bears in this one. Uh, a solid sheet, and they only let up five shots in the first period too. So uh not a lot of action, but he kept warm when he could. 801 in though, the line of uh Westling Kebrew and Rue do it again. As Akibru uh, gets a nice little uh, cut in the middle there, draws the defenders, streaking down the uh, the slot was Wesling. He gets a nice little touch pass from Kibru, Ilabu, and that's how it goes. Wesling is first of the year. Kibru's second assist, Rue with his second assist, not only of the game but of the season for the team. Maryland shuts it down towards the end, and uh, they are up two to nothing uh, after the first twenty minutes. And Maryland had some chances going into the uh, going into the second frame. They had some chances to go up, down, left to right, but uh, but kind of a neutral zone kind of battle there. One power play uh, in the uh, in the period for the Black Bears. Not much doing there. Not, not a lot doing in general for both sides of the puck until Jesse Horacek gets his second of the year, crashing that net. And 16-15 uh, into the third, uh, into the second period. That's uh, 3:45 left in the frame. If you're scoring at home, Horacek crashing the net along with uh, Christian Catalano, Gunnar Van Dam with the shot, and it's in the net once again. Horacek his second of the year, Catalano his fifth assist, and Gunnar Van Dam his second assist of the game and of the season. Maryland then shuts it down in front of Winnicky. Another five shot performance in the frame. So uh, defense doing what they uh, doing their dang thing over there with the uh, with the uh, yeah in front of Winicky. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, but I know where we're going in the third period. El Paso knowing that they needed to uh, have a little spark there, get a little one early in the first five minutes of the frame as a uh, former Jamestown Rebel. Uh, and uh, a guy who kind of followed head coach Joe Coombs over to El Paso, Kobe uh, Amici. Uh, he gets his first of the year, uh, getting the scoring started in the third. Loose puck in front, picks it up, puts it home past Winnicky. It is three to one, uh, going for that. Wasn't until mid, just about midway through, ten uh, thirty-one remaining in the third period, when uh, Adam Shankula strikes again. He's had himself a nice little season, a nice little start, a little controversy. To begin with, of course, with his suspension for Game 1 due to his major penalty 
uh, in the second game of the uh, New Jersey Titans season. But he gets on the score sheet with his first of the year uh, from Hunter Ramos and Stitz. Shankula, a great drive just by uh, by Stitz there. Kind of works himself around, and away he goes. And then there's uh, there's Mr. Shankula picking up the uh, picking up the re- loose bay rebound in the net. One uh, <laughs> one goal for the season. Hunter Ramos first assist. It's his third assist of the uh, season. And then the energy line lets it happen again as uh, Dimitri Kibrew, his second of the uh, of the game. Nice little walking across the top of the circles, just letting one rip, clear in. Past now goaltender Marco Bella. Kibrew is second of the game, second of the year. Trace Johnson getting an assist on this one. And Gabriel Westling, his second assist of the season. That's all she wrote on that. Wenicky, 18 saves in the victory. The Black Bears get their first win of the showcase. Uh, and uh, they're rolling on. They're halfway through the quota that they need to do as they go into Friday's game against Aberdeen. Moving on to Friday's matchup, Aberdeen. Uh, not the proofing grounds, not the the actual city in Maryland, but the Aberdeen Wings from South Dakota, um, the Dakota with the president's heads, as I like to tell people when they confuse which Dakota I'm from. Uh, in any case, uh, this was a good matchup. This was a solid matchup between uh, uh, two very well-run organizations. The Aberdeen Wings, a few years uh, removed, I think, from being in the Robinson Cup final. I think maybe even winning the Robinson Cup final. Don't do any research here, so uh, you know you'll have to you'll have to assume one way or t'other. But it was a very even matchup. Puck bouncing around a lot. I mean, you go through by Friday, we're going through what thirty some games, and there this game was halfway through, so close to 40, 45 games uh, around the 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 facilities. Hot. There's there's every everyone everywhere. There's scouts around. It's uh quite the uh, quite the happening, but. Uh, Bouncing pucks all the way around in the first period. Not much going on there. One big, a couple big chances for Maryland. Brad McMeal getting a uh, short-handed uh, chance, but denied. Uh, no scoring that, and a two-man van- two-man advantage late for the Black Bears. They could not cash in on, and that made it zero to zero after one period of play. Try as they might, the Black Bears couldn't keep Aberdeen off the board, and a seeing-eye shot uh, goes right through. And uh, just a ton of screens, not only from Aberdeen, but the Black Bears and South Hill Register is Ronan Walsh's second goal of the season, 633 into the frame. Maryland did get into penalty trouble uh, in this frame, especially towards the middle of it, uh, high sticking, tripping, and another slashing there towards the end of the frame. But they kept going. Uh, Quinn Kennedy had a big chance, a little too much pepperoni. He was alone in front and just sailed it over top of everybody and into the netting. But uh, Hunter Ramos uh, gets on the board, though. He has a nice little uh, shot. Great work around the zone. Finish the deal by Ramos, his second of the year. Gabriel Westling and Adam Shankula on the assist. Their third and second, respectively, as uh, Maryland ties the game with under five minutes in the second intermission, and that's where they will go to uh, in the intermission through that, PK was very good, but of course you don't want to rely on your PK too, too much uh, in the grand scheme of things, and they didn't. Late in the game, it was a situation where they weren't able to, uh, they, they didn't have a lot. The third period, they played it very smart, uh, and the only uh, one of the power plays they did get, they uh, went ahead and went with it. It was a delay a game call, just a scramble in front, and one of the Aberdeen wings uh, just gloved it 
and put his uh, covered his uh, cover the puck with his glove. Delay a game. Maryland cashes in. Gabriel Wessling just finding the biscuit on the side of the net, just finding it around the net. Potts at home for his second uh, on the power play. Shankula with his third assist, second of the game, and Luke Van Wy his first assist, all on the power play with 8:54, 8:54 uh, into the third period. Uh, again, more back and forth. Uh, Maryland tried to clamp it down, trying to get things going, and then just popped off the sideboard. Just There was work down in the corners. Next thing you know, the Riley Rue just in and around there, just backhand shelf baby, his first NEHL goal. Wessling, his fourth assist on the season, his third point on the night. Christian Catalano, his sixth assist on the season. That puts Maryland up. Three to uh, three to one, and then to put the icing on it, Sean Kilcullen, his second goal of the season into the empty net, uh, with 50 seconds remaining. William Hackinson, goaltender assist, the primary as well. Trace Johnson, as well, gets his second assist, and that is all she wrote. Four to one, Hackinson with 23 saves in the win, and uh, and an assist. Gotta like that. As uh, the Black Bears get their quota of wins, they have won at least two games in the showcase uh, in the last four showcases now. But of course, you want more. And it was a quick turnaround for the Black Bears as they took on the New Mexico Wolves early on Saturday. And by me early, I mean 9 a.m. local time, uh, 10 a.m. on the East Coast. Uh, Got to get there. Got to get back home. Got to get back home, rest up. And man, did the Black Bears just start things. Good. And it started late, too. The Black Bears really had a, uh, well, okay, full disclosure, and I'm sure if you try to watch along on hockey TV, you didn't get to see a lot of the first period because there were some gremlins in the hockey TV system. Luckily, thanks to the uh, uh, New Mexico Ice Wolves, they had a nice little uh, radio feed. They had the Mixler feed, which I think is a genius backup plan for hockey TV. If you're able to stream... The Mixler, why wouldn't you put that on there? I think that's that's fantastic, and it's it's a good service to everybody who's trying to listen and watch in. So, um, couldn't uh, couldn't see much of anything in the first period until we actually get the uh, got the highlight Rio goals. And uh, first and foremost, let's get to uh, Cal Essenmacher. His uh, his first goal in the NAHL replay, just driving to the net. Keeping the stick down, smart play, and he uh, was found by Gunnar Van Dam. Puts it home for his first of his uh, NHL career. Like I said, Van Dam, his third assist. Sean Kilcullen, second assist of the season. Then just over two minutes later, Kareem El-Bashir gets his uh, first NHL goal. A nice sneaky little play using the defenseman as a screen. Little toe drag, whipping it through the uh, defenseman's wickets. Rebound, picks it up on his own, puts it home. For his first NAHL uh, goal, Gabriel Westling and Quinn Kennedy on the assist. Fifth assist for Westling, second assist for Kennedy as Maryland just keeps soldiering onward and upward and really taking the uh, taking the uh, the just the wind out of New Mexico's sails. Uh, second period, kind of a back and forth. Uh, New Mexico really picked up the physical play. They were throwing the body around a lot. Maryland not really getting goaded, goaded into many penalties at all. Uh, I think they only had uh, three or four, uh, so they they played a very good disciplined game. Uh, they the PK wasn't out there for much, which is good. Uh, and then late in the frame, Sean Kilcullen gets his third of the year, 
Um, and it was a weird fashion. Uh, Riley Rue was going to the net, and the next thing you know, he just Kilcullen tries to center it. It goes off a defenseman's leg and in. Kilcullen gets his third uh, goal of the season. Christian Catalano, his seventh assist. Gunnar Van Dam, second of the game, fourth in the season. And that goal for Kilcullen uh, actually tops his career in NAHL goals. He had two uh, career goals in the NAHL going into the season. He has three already in six games. Maryland keeps things rolling early in the third period. Um, but first and foremost, before I get to the third period, silly me, William Hackinson again, big stretch, big save by Hack. He has been stellar in the games that he has played. And I'll, I'll, honestly, we'll talk about this in a bit. Everyone in the Black Bears has played very well. Hackinson, being the goaltender, being that he still has ads on his pads, um, doing fantastic. And I think he's done very well in his transition over. Now, into the third period. It only took a minute and eight seconds. Christian Catalano, turnover on the half wall. Catalano, all the time in the world. He literally got the pass from Brad McNeil. He had about 10 seconds, if he wanted to, to have that puck and just, you know, dice around with it. Act like he's making uh, making a little meal for himself. Puts it home. He was eating. Second goal of the season, McNeil, his third assist. Gutter Van Dam, third assist of the game, fifth of the season. Uh, GVD all day, baby. And then less than a minute later, El Bashir, his second of the game. Same kind of move. Puts a, goes to a little toe drag and a nice little snapper between the defenseman, just using the defenseman as a screen, and that's a sneaky good goal for his second of the game. Uh, Trace Johnson, his third assist of the year. Dimitri Kibru getting an assist on that. As well, New Mexico would then snap the shutout uh, moments later. William Howard, such as life, they break the shutout transition game, just taking it from the defensive end, catching uh, the Black Bears a little flat-footed with a 5-0 lead, and uh, William Howard gets his third of the year. And then with uh, 58 seconds left, Jake Keller gets one for New Mexico, his first of the year, uh, just cross crease pass, pots it in, and uh, but that's all she wrote. The Black Bears go three and one. In the showcase, five to two win in the last game, um, and really, when you think about it, you know, you look at this what they were able to put forth. And I want to just do the quick math right here: sixteen goals in four games uh, for for the goals for, of course, obviously, and then you give up seven in the stead. I mean, that's a fantastic ratio right there. You're a two to one in them in all that situation, and what th- I think the take a lot of takeaways from this showcase. First and foremost, the Black Bears' depth is insanity, and I don't uh, I don't envy the choices they're going to have to make to get down to 23 players on the roster. From everybody who was just you know going in and out of the lineup, it was next person up every single time. There was not a missed beat on this team, and I think. When you when you look at it top to bottom, there's a lot of hard decisions to make, and like I said, don't envy it. But I mean, the talent that does unfortunately have to leave, I mean, they will succeed elsewhere because like everyone around, I think from top to bottom, one to thirty was, or one to twenty nine, solid. So we will have to see what uh, what happens in terms of how we're going to see the roster in a few weeks. But you know, we will cross that bridge when we get to it. And I think another another aspect is this team has a mission. You look at what's going on with 
the Black Bears and the season they had last year and the disappointment that they had because the 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 choice or the I guess the fate was not in their hands. You got to figure a lot of the guys who came back this year still have a little thorn in their side about that. And I think the leadership team that is there now, who was there last year, which is three of the four or three of the five. Yep, three of the four. There's three uh, alternate captains. You have to figure that they're translating that to the to the new crew. That hey, we 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 know we ran through this last year. We don't want to leave any doubt in this one, and we're going to make sure that we don't leave any doubt in uh, in in this year's team. We want to make sure we control our destiny for playoffs, and it's coming through loud and clear so far through six games. I mean, you can only you know take it for what it is. Very short returns, very small returns. But the Black Bears five and one uh, on the season, plus thirteen goal differential. Gotta love that. Uh, so, I mean, this is a team that had they're on a mission. They are on a mission, and we can only assume that this team is going to keep digging, keep going, and uh, point themselves in the right direction for what they need to in the playoffs. I mean, still an early season. We still got fifty four games left. So. Let's not go counting the uh, planning the parade route around Odington just yet, obviously. But it's a good start. I think it was a good trip. It looks like this team's gelling very easily. And the decision to, you know, what players to unfortunately have to break off from the roster, not a decision I would like to make. And, uh, you know, that's why the people who uh, make those decisions get the, get the big bucks, right? That's what they say. So... There is, uh, there's that from the showcase. Uh, again, NAHL always puts on a a good show, and I think for all teams, top to bottom, it was a pretty good showing overall. And uh, they they set the peanut record, so they got that going for me. All the peanut M Ms being, I will say this, and and I I venture to guess, should peanut butter M Ms, peanut butter, I don't know why I said it, peanut batter the last time, but anyway, the peanut butter M Ms were introduced to the NAHL showcase. Shattered records, shattered records. Peanut butter, uh, I think, a far superior M M&M and M to other M and Ms, and we will take we, we we can take that debate to eight mile if we need to, but uh, that is my uh, just non sequitur in all this. But one guy who was better than the best when it came to the Eastern Division that is Gabriel Westling, and he gets the East Division Star of the Week. Hey, second straight week a Maryland player. Gets the star of the week and second straight Swede. How about that? A uh, a hell of a hell of a showcase for uh, for Westing as he put up six points in the four games uh, and pretty much all three the last three games he potted himself uh, going there game winning goal and an assist in five to one in Thursday's game game winning goal two assists in the game against Aberdeen. Had an assist in the win over New Mexico. So for a kid who came here for uh, exposure in the NCAA, what better way to do it when a lot of NCAA scouts are in attendance? So a huge boom and a huge uh, congratulations to Westling for, for that. I mean, that's a hell of a hell of an accolade for a guy who comes over and, and just adjusts to the game and has a hell of a performance uh, for the team. And hopefully it's a nice little jumping off point. I think him and uh, Keybrew and Kennedy have just a – Nice little, nice little chemistry going. So that's pretty solid for them. So onward and upward, shout out Gabriel. Good work on that one, uh, there, brother. And now we just have to go onward and upward to this. We have to uh, look ahead now 
to Philadelphia as the Black Bears make their first trip to Hollidell, New Jersey on the season. They will see that place a couple times, including some on Tuesday nights. A uh, place that I, my youth hockey went up there to, I don't think, it might be the same rink, but in any case, to the uh, Hollidell area, place where there's jug handles all around because you can't make a just a straight left turn. Uh, and uh, the team that was in Jamestown last season. The uh, the the rebels as they go back to the Philadelphia uh, area, and uh, now here we are. But uh, when you look at last year's records between the Black Bears and the Rebels, they went five five and two against the Rebels. Very even matchup. A couple of games that kind of just got out of hand late uh, in the game. But uh, you know, Black Bears held their own. It was the last win they had last season uh, for the uh, for the regular season. So. Showing out the them in that instance was, you know, I guess bittersweet considering Jamestown had a hell of a run and made the playoffs on their own. Um, but Black Bears going up there, and we will have to see what happens with this squad, uh, how they come off of the showcase, what what they do lineup-wise, how much change there are going to be, what, what kind of tone we can see with the Maryland Black Bears. All the action on Hockey TV for you folks out there. If you don't want to go up to Holladell, and uh, part of me doesn't necessarily blame you, but part of me is like, hey, go make the trip. It's a short trip, and it's in driving distance. So uh, we got ourselves a uh, 8 o'clock Eastern start. So a, a late start on Friday night. That game is on Hockey TV. And uh, 7.30 Eastern on Saturday night. Don't you dare miss it as the Black Bears go into Holladell. We will see what happens after that, we will be back next week because that is how we do it here. Um, and uh, we'll get things going. Maybe we'll get somebody to talk to. Uh, that's on me. I figured, hey, they're coming off a very long week. Probably want to chill out a little bit before they go back on the road. So we'll see what we can hook up for next week uh, and all the excitement that comes with it. Uh, but follow the Twitter at DefendingDenMBB. Uh, that's where all the game tweets are. That's where all some uh, Black Bears news and uh, views will be from there. So uh, that's it. That's all. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den on the uh, Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction, part of Podcast Monsters. You guys have a safe week and, uh, you know, be well, be safe, and we will talk to you next time through. Peace. <laughs>